today the importance of sharing your guidance and experience with others like you in the industry. From the National Business Aviation Association, this is Flight Plan. I'm Rob Finfrock with your trusted source for business aviation news. Now, when most of us hear the term mentoring, we might automatically picture an older, more experienced person offering their guidance or wisdom to someone who's younger or maybe just starting out at their job. Well, that is certainly an important form of mentorship, but it's not the only way those in business aviation can help to guide others. You don't necessarily have to be mentored by someone far advanced in their career to learn from them. That's Jessica McClintock, Vice President of Global Accounts for FuelerLinks. Jessica is also the outgoing chair of NBAA's Young Professionals, or YoPro, Council. One of the things that I kind of think of is um, someone who kind of sees the world through the same level and or from kind of that similar generational perspective. That's going to be where you find that stability and that peer-to-peer mentorship. And indeed, the YoPro Council itself is a great example of that. Yeah, all individuals on that organization platform are from the same or similar generational backgrounds. So we are able to relate to each other through our different challenges and and changes, career updates along the way. Also with us is Jason Kinlaw, Director of Safety and Flight Operations for Coca-Cola. Jason, what's different about receiving guidance or mentorship from someone who's in a similar place as us versus the more traditional mentor-mentee dynamic? the hierarchical dynamic is no longer present in this type of mentorship. So it tends to open the individuals up for a two-way, more mutually balanced professional relationship. It typically comes with some level of mutual support and understandings of similar challenges, which would support the development in a more, I guess, organic and trusting relationship. It allows for, obviously, easier flow of feedback. I tend to believe that same age group individuals they're likely to have a, a more developed understanding of the challenges you might be facing at the time. Therefore, obviously, are able to, to provide additional tools or thought-provoking feedback that enables the level of growth required at, in that moment. My third guest today is Sierra Grimes, Senior Manager of Government Affairs at NBAA and the founder of NBAA's YoPro program. One of the real benefits of peer-to-peer mentoring is that it's more of a relaxed situation. So a lot of people tend to surprisingly be intimidated by trying to go to someone who is more seasoned or someone who they aspire to be like within their career. And with peer-to-peer mentoring, it kind of removes that barrier that stops a lot of people from even entering into a mentorship relationship, as well as when you're working with someone who is at your level within your career or at your same age, you tend to be more understanding with things. Their um, schedule may not be as demanding per se as someone who is more seasoned. So the value and time and access is something that is really beneficial out of that. So basically, it's your typical mentorship relationship because you still have the receiving advice and um, information, but you have more of an onus on you to make sure that not only are you receiving, but you're also reciprocating that back to the person that's on the other end of that mentorship relationship. And like Jessica and Jason have noted, Sierra, it's often easier for us to confide in someone closer to our own age and experience level. A hundred percent, because one of the things about it is that it allows you to be more open and more honest with what you're experiencing and what you're going through. Sometimes you don't feel that comfortable speaking with someone about something as like, okay, hey, maybe there's a new job. When you have your peers who are your friends who have grown within the career with you, you feel more comfortable 
talking to them and you also view them as like okay this person is more of my cheerleader like this is someone who we have an we have a genuine relationship so i know that they're going to give me that extra boost of confidence or that extra energy that i need to be able to make this big change Jessica, what are some other advantages that peer-to-peer mentoring offers? The value of speaking with someone who is on the same or similar stage of life as you is really dramatically underrated. And it's because being able to identify with another person who is going through parallel challenges and hurdles and life changes can be extremely comforting and encouraging. You know, it's, it's as if you found a mirror that may have a different frame than you, but it reflects back so much of what you see in yourself. Uh, The best part about peer-to-peer mentoring is that you're growing alongside a friend or a companion or someone you can really celebrate your successes with, as well as game planning your struggles. And in the end, every decision, every direction chosen will help both of you continue the journey forward. We'll have more in a moment, but first, this word from NBAA. NBAA Flight Plan listeners, are you ready for the convention? It's back, it's nearly sold out, and it's going to be a game-changing event. Join us by visiting nbaa.org 2021. We're back now with Sierra Grimes, Jason Kinlaw, and Jessica McClintock, and our conversation about peer-to-peer mentoring in business aviation. Sierra, what are some other ways this kind of mentorship can help business aviation professionals grow in their careers? One of the things that I tend to love about peer-to-peer mentoring personally is that it gives you that opportunity, like I said, not to just be mentored, but to empower you to mentor someone else. So being able to come from that place of thought leadership and to see how your advice and how you can see the other angles or the provide another perspective to someone else and see how when they take your advice, how they grow within their career. So it's like, it's an empowering feeling to see that, hey, I actually was able to not only have this relationship and benefit out of it, but I was able to help someone else grow and see them ascend within their career as well. Where in the normal traditional relationship, you can ask like, hey, is there anything that I can help you with? But nine times out of 10, they're seasoned and they don't really need much out of you. They're really just entering into the relationship so that they can give back because they benefit in their career from having a mentor. So within the peer-to-peer, you're guaranteed to be able to have that opportunity to not only receive, but to give back and see that impact on someone else's career, which is really, really empowering. Jessica, can you share some of your experiences with peer-to-peer mentoring? Oh, gosh. I feel as though many, many experiences in my life kind of overlap with each other. Like, for instance, within the YoPro group, I feel like I'm constantly in a real-life peer-to-peer mentoring relationship. It's really because I can flex between that structured and organic relationship where sometimes it just kind of naturally happens when you're working with someone or, or working with something on like a consistent basis. It's really all about how they share their story, how they connect with you on a different level. They advance your knowledge in what your goals are by sharing what they're going through. It's it's providing some sort of like guiding light, some sort of mentorship along the way, knowing that these individuals are successful in what they're doing, but in a different perspective, in a different life experience. It's thinking outside the box, reaching out and asking for help, knowing that that's not a weakness. That's something that you should pride yourself in doing on you know a constant basis. Um, we need to remind ourselves that being in either a structured or organic mentorship um, relationship is beneficial to growth. 
And, you know, you don't have to be the on the mentor side to receive those benefits is is the the next kind of really big point I'd like to stress there. Absolutely. So, Jason, how would you recommend approaching a possible mentor or mentee within your peer group? I can think of how that might be a somewhat awkward subject to just bring up. Yeah, I find this one somewhat tough at times because most people don't want a peer coming in and telling them how they should do something, right? So it's how do you engage that individual that is your peer on the same level and provide the mentorship needed, not only for that individual, but for both of you. You got to really first go into, first and foremost, you know, have to make it understood that it's a give and take relationship. You're receiving just as much as you you are giving as a mentor and mentee, right? So I'd say first, you you obviously need to focus on the the positive uh, first by staying optimistic during the individual's challenges they may be facing, but you yourself need to be intentional with your own behaviors and communications and promoting a healthy peer-to-peer relationship and developing a foundation of trust first and foremost sharing career objectives and asking how you can support your peer in those challenging times i think is a good start and really you don't even need to ever say the words mentor or mentee right For every job I've had, I can think of one or two people who I felt more comfortable with discussing work and who helped guide me toward resolving any challenges I encountered. I didn't think about it like this at the time, but they all served as mentors for me and probably vice versa in a few cases. I agree 100%. I I think for me in general, I tend to sort of gravitate towards individuals with very different backgrounds and experiences. I think they're able to provide me with uh, obviously multiple layers and a wide swath of resources and advice just coming from their own background where I don't necessarily have the sort of the experience or the knowledge. As I grow, I tend to seek these individuals out in my professional career just to have a different professional background and leadership style or just that is just opposite of mine. I think it's essential. It's understanding you know, different lenses in leadership. Too often we get caught up in how it do it or how it say this or how it would understand it. Instead, we should be asking ourselves first and foremost, is there other lenses from which I should be looking at this? And I think the only way you can understand that is if you seek out individuals that are quite different than, than your own, your own style, your own background, your own knowledge, your own lens. Is that similar to your experiences, Sierra? Of course. So I feel like I've had lots of peer-to-peer mentoring. I may not have uh, identified it uh, as that per se, but um, I definitely have benefited from being around an amazing group of young people within this industry. I think one of the ways to approach that is exactly like what you said, Rob. It's not necessarily something that you have to address within a conversation, but I think what you should do if someone is looking to possibly get into a peer-to-peer mentorship relationship is to evaluate the working relationships that you have with people who are at your career level or within your age. Because I guarantee if you take time to sit back and assess it, you probably are already operating in a peer-to-peer mentorship type of relationship without identifying it as such. So I would say assess the people that you have around you. And if there is someone that you see like, hey, I know that we have a genuine relationship. I trust this person already. We have conversations. Then I would just have the conversation of like, hey, we already talk about a lot of things, or I have some questions or things within my career that I'm thinking about or some ideas, or maybe I want your perspective on something. Would you be willing to have the conversation? And it'll just blossom from there. Jessica, how would you recommend reaching out to mentor a peer? 
I would take a second to step back and suggest that maybe that individual would want to first decide whether becoming the mentor or mentee would be the most valuable role at this time. You know, I see it as to lead, you must first follow and to grow, you must first be watered. So think about taking the next step by first identifying what you need help with or what direction you'd like to go in, looking at your big picture goals. And then after you know what those are, think about what might be or who might be the person to potentially you know, help you along that route and begin working toward achieving that goal. Once you decide on on those kind of metrics and, and understand what you have in mind, then I would say be fearless, be transparent, explain not only that you have specific goals and direction in mind, but asking for help to get you in that direction is very instrumental. Now, one thing you want to remember is that you can't just say, this person is going to be my mentor and move forward, like what you kind of alluded to already. It may not be a spoken relationship, right? You also want to identify a person that you can relate to and you feel comfortable speaking with. And likewise, they have to feel comfortable and they have to relate to you as well. So it may be just an exploratory discussion with somebody to identify if they even are on the same page as you or if they have the same excitement or that feeling of becoming a part of a mentorship relationship. You know, they may not and they may be a great person. They may have crazy, awesome experience and they may be the perfect person to teach you along the way, but they're not interested. So be okay with that. But my mentor was extremely important to me throughout this entire process and continues to be as we grow our relationship. And I will tell you, I signed up to be a mentee because exactly what Jason already mentioned, which was finding somebody from a different background, something unique to what you've already learned in your life, (laughs) right? And somebody that can add value to what you want to learn and how you want to grow. And for me, it's all about learning different ways to become a better leader. Jason? I would agree 100%. I also would say that to be a good mentor and uh, quite frankly, mentee, I'd say you have to get comfortable being uncomfortable. What I mean by that is you have to put yourself in a position to be open to having the hard conversations. It's the hard conversations that help us grow. It's the hard conversations that help us get to the root problems of things. It's the hard conversations that allow us to to bridge differences, to avoid assumptions, and to get to the factual data at hand of what we're trying to uncover or resolve or to help whatever we're working in grow past where we currently are, right? So I think you have to find it in yourself to say, hey, I'm going to be comfortable having an uncomfortable conversation. And I think if you're able to do that, you're able not only yourself to grow, but you're able to mentor that individual that you're talking to in a manner to where you're teaching them as well to have the uncomfortable conversations. And I think that's the only way we move past our challenges. On August 11th, registration will open for the 2021-2022 NBAA Mentorship Network, a nine-month program that seeks qualified business aviation veterans and rising stars to help foster a collaborative environment for professional growth across our industry. You can learn more about this opportunity at nbaa.org mentor. And of course, NBAA's YoPro Council is always seeking young professionals with the desire to collaborate with their peers and help them grow in their career. 
careers. Check it out at nbaa.org slash yopro. And that's the latest from the National Business Aviation Association. Remember, you can subscribe to all Flight Plan episodes at Apple Podcasts in the App Store. Wherever you find your favorite podcasts, including by asking Alexa or another connected device, or download them from nbaa.org. I'm Rob Finfrock. Thanks for listening, and be sure to join us next time for a new episode of Flight Plan. Flight Plan.